How to get through tumultuous transitions. 1 Samuel chapter 20, March 3rd, 2022. The birds were onto something when they sang, turn, turn, turn. As the wise preacher taught, quote, to everything there is a season. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1. This ball we are on keeps on spinning, and God, being awesome, has made it keep on swirling while it keeps on spinning. No wonder we can get a little dizzy down here. No wonder we experience some tumultuous transitions. It can be easy to lose your hat when things get twisty on you. But fret not, 1 Samuel chapter 20 shows us how to walk faithfully when things begin to whirl. The text, a summary. David was hiding out in Ramah with Samuel. Saul had pursued him there to kill him. But when Saul arrived in Ramah, God turned him into a naked preacher. Now, if your response to that is something like, say what? Then you should have been listening last week. Just look back a couple of posts. It is all explained there. David knew he was in big trouble, so he left Ramah for Gibeah to tell Jonathan that his father still had it out for him. Jonathan could not believe the news, for his father, who normally told him everything, had said nothing of killing David lately. David hatched a plan to prove Saul's murderous intent. This plan involved David missing a meal at the king's table for new moon. If Saul was fine with David's absence, then all was well. But if Saul was enraged, then Jonathan would know what was in the works. David required Jonathan to deal kindly with him, for Jonathan had brought David into a covenant of the Lord. 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 3. David would hide himself in the field until the third day, verse 5. And that is the first of several references to the number three in this passage. The third day comes up again in verse 12 and verse 19. Then Jonathan tells David that upon discovering Saul's response, he will signal him by shooting three arrows, verse 20. And at the end of the passage, David bows three times before Jonathan, verse 41. These threes are not insignificant. The third day serves as a day of transition and revelation in the Bible. Jonah came forth from the fish on the third day. Pharaoh released his chief cupbearer on the third day, Genesis chapter 40, verse 20 and 21. Joseph released his brothers from prison in Egypt on the third day, Genesis chapter 42, verse 17 and 18. The Lord descended upon Mount Sinai, and Israel met their God there on the third day, Exodus chapter 19, verse 16 and following. After coming to the river Jordan, Israel passed over into the promised land on the third day, Joshua chapter 1, verse 11. And of course, our Lord rose from the dead on the third day. David and Jonathan were going through a great transition, and thus all of the third day. As you could have guessed, Saul was enraged by David's absence and tried to spear his own son to the wall. Jonathan went out to the field and shot his arrows, signaling David that the situation was not good. Saul indeed wanted to murder David. The two men wept, and Jonathan told David to go in peace. The two men could part in peace because they had made a covenant before the Lord. Quote, The Lord be between me and thee, and between my seed and thy seed forever. Verse 42. That is the secret sauce to getting through transitions. Jonathan and David covenanted before the Lord. Their circumstances might change, but the covenant would not. The ground might shift, but their steadfast love would not. And the kindness David swore to Jonathan was not merely toward Jonathan. Jonathan explicitly covenanted with the house of David, verse 16. And that covenant involved covenant kindness to Jonathan's house and seed. 
Jonathan could read the signs of the times. He knew that God was stripping the kingdom from his father and giving it to David. And he was wise and righteous to covenant with the house of David. He was thinking of his children. And little did he know that hundreds of years later, the prophet Zechariah would announce the full glory of what was coming to the house of David. Quote, In that day, there shall be a fountain open to the house of David and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem for sin and for uncleanness. Zechariah chapter 13, verse 1. David's son would be the one to give that fountain. For Jesus himself said, quote, Whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. John chapter 4, verse 14. If you would get through the violent transitions of life, then covenant with the head of David's house. And remember such a covenant will result in God's steadfast love upon you and yours, no matter the shifting of the times. Before I go, I want to let you know about my page on Canon Plus. You can watch all of the Reformation and Revival videos there, and you can see a list of my favorite Canon Plus content. You can also get access to resources from Doug Wilson, Toby Sumter, and others. Just click the link in the description and take a look around.